Hello, and welcome to Business Talk, brought to you by Business West and sponsored by People's Bank. Hi, I'm Chris Kellogg from the Kellogg Crew Morning Show on 94.7 WMAS, and I'd like to introduce our host of Business Talk this week. She's the associate publisher of Business West. Here is Kate Campiti. Welcome to Business Talk. I'm Kate Campiti, associate publisher of Business West. I'm filling in for George O'Brien today, and we'll be talking with Emily Leonzik from the Markins Group. Excited to be talking with her. But first, we will hear a message from our sponsor, People's Bank. Thank you for listening to the Business Talk podcast, sponsored by People's Bank, bringing you the best in business experts, entrepreneurs, and evangelists. Make Business Talk your innovation break for ideas and inspiration. People's Bank, where commercial banking can fuel your growth and make work life easier. Member FDIC, DIF equal housing lender. Bank at peoples.com slash business. Okay, we're back. Hello, Emily. Um, thank you for joining us today. We're talking with Emily Leonzik from the Markins Group. And um, Emily, how are you? I'm great. Thanks, Kate. Thanks so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. And we're excited to have you. So to start us off, tell us a little bit about the Markins Group. Yeah. So the Markins Group is an association management company, and a lot of people don't know what that is. Um, speaking of networking, your eyes often glaze over when I say we are an association management group, <laughs> uh, but we have been in business for about 35 years. And what we do is we serve member-driven organizations. Uh, so we provide specialized expertise uh, for Chambers like the Springfield Regional Chamber, Trader Manufacturing Association, Medical and Professional Society. So any any type of organization, uh, not for profit, that's uh, driven by members, we serve them and we provide uh, specialized service. Like I said, in all areas of association management, we we approach it with a, a business discipline and strategic facilitation. Uh, we have a team of administrators, executive directors, marketing communication specialists, graphic designers, meeting planners, benchmarking analysts, and, and everything else in between. And so tell me, how did, when, when the markets group started, did it begin working is, is the first clients that you had working with the associations? Yeah, so so 35 years ago, our, our founder and owner, Ben Markins, uh, began working with one single association, uh, the Paperboard Packaging Council. And uh, the, the story goes that that he thought he developed the association management company model uh, and, and said, hey, I, I can provide you with uh, service and I can increase your profits. Uh, let me manage you. And, and what he came to find out is that he could do that very successfully, again, using that business discipline to, to run the organization and help it thrive and connect um, the members across the country. Um, and what he discovered is that this is a model that works and it, you know, it's kind of an, a niche um, offering, uh, but there are many other AMCs like ours uh, across the country. So it started, it started with one organization in particular, and today we have uh, 15 clients that, that we work with um, locally and nationally. That's exciting. And so what do you think that the biggest benefit is that those clients, what's their pain point and why they're coming to you? Yeah. So, so typically it's about member engagement and who are our members and what is the value proposition uh, for our members. And so we help uh, take a look at that for them through strategy and working with their board of directors and, and really identifying 
who is your target audience and what do they want and what is the pain point of your members? So that's different uh, for different organizations. A chamber, you know, a lot of that is, is networking, advocacy. Um, for a trade group, that might be learning, benchmarking. Um, again, networking. Networking seems to be a common theme uh, because we all really want to build community. So speaking of networking, that brings us to our uh, focus today. We're talking about networking and business networking. And so, Emily, how long have you been with the Markins Group? I have been with them for four years. And and prior to um, your position, and, and what is your position with the Markins Group? I'm the executive vice president. And are you mostly focused on, on helping the member organization's increase their networking opportunities? What, what's your role? Yeah, so my, so my role is multifaceted. I am responsible at the end of the day to make sure that we are delivering to our association clients and that our team is following best practices. We are an accredited firm, which is really important to us. So we follow a set of standards and practices um, to be able to deliver the, the best of the best service to our association clients. So um, I'm responsible for the, the delivery, those partnerships, continuous improvement, um, but but I think that my, my most important job is really the, the team management and making sure that there is accountability and harmony and that we are um, leading and promoting our uh, organization of, of really talented folks um, to serve and grow and work together. Uh, we, we call our clients partners. So I think it's really important for us that we have um, a team of folks uh, who feel really well supported and really well empowered uh, to, to serve well well, um, have fun while doing it, grow in their role. And uh, we think that that partnership with our association clients is, is the secret sauce to, to working together and um, creating thriving communities through our work together. And part of growing um, business and, and doing business is that networking piece. And some people are super comfortable with it and others mm -hmm. um, find it a little bit, uh, I guess, intimidating. Yeah. So what advice would you give to the to that wallflower individual if they're walking into a room and how they do networking um, versus someone who is more outgoing? What, what's the different approaches that you advise? Yeah, absolutely. And so I, I would say that it, it starts with um, selecting where you're walking into. Right. So so picking the association that you're that you're that you're working with or the networking event um, is really important. Finding the best meeting where you're going to be surrounded by the folks that you are looking to network with. And then, you know, the, the responsibility of networking is on the association. It's on the organization to create an experience uh, that lends itself really nicely for, for folks to feel comfortable walking in. But the onus is really on the individual. And I, and I would say that meetings are back People, people want to connect and it can be scary um, for, for the wallflower who normally is a wallflower. And we have found that it can be scary for, for folks who have been in maybe a world of isolation for the last couple of years to come back. But I would say that um, what's really important is to walk in with an open heart and, and, a, and a genuine interest in getting to know the individuals in the room and, and recognizing that everybody might be a little nervous. Um, my, my best tips uh, are, are having some 
questions prepared, lined up. You know, I, I would ask you, Kate, you know, I, what do you do? What, what's the most fun part of your day? What, what do you, um, what are the biggest challenges that are facing your industry? You know, having a set of questions that you can kind of go back to if you feel a little nervous or a little uncomfortable so you can break the ice. And then, um, you know, the basics of just listening, asking questions and being genuinely interested. Um, I, I think that by being open to dialogue, I always like to come in and I'll, and I'll share a little anecdote uh, about what I, whatever I have going on in my life, you know, oh, we just got um, uh, recertified for a great place to work at the Markins group. It's something that we're really proud of. And uh, the way that we, that we are a great place to work is uh, we're, we're hosting a, an upcoming event. What kind of things do you, are you doing in your organization? And so um, those can be kind of a little bit canned, but it can lead into finding those common interests and those commonalities and leveraging, you know, the, the space where you're doing some networking to find, to find friends and to find connections. And ultimately, um, you know, we're, we're seeing this kind of generational shift of um, gone are the days that, that people are showing up to networking events um, because they have to, and they're much more showing up to networking events because they want to, and they want to create community. And so I, I think it's, um, I think it's really important to walk in with an open heart, looking for connections and friendships and uh, interesting ways that you can keep the conversation going outside of uh, that networking event. Um, and then my next tip is follow up, leverage LinkedIn, send an email, you know, make sure that you create that connection and, and keep it going. And um, not only can it lead to uh, profound um, connections for networking, professional career advancement, um, but I think it's just really important for all of us to continue to create community. I would agree with that. And I think one thing that has helped for, for me is, is when you, I, I like the approach of having that open heart um, and just an open mind and just speaking to people and with them. Yeah. not at them. Yeah. And so you're just engaging people at where they're at. So some people are very comfortable connecting on a personal level. Others are more comfortable talking more about business. And so kind of figuring out where that conversation flows and moving with it. I think that that's important. And, and I love that you say the listening piece, um, because you learn a lot if, if you listen to people. And I, and I think, you know, people do business with people they know, like, and trust. And so there is some of that, the human interest part of, of who we are mm -hmm. and what motivates us. Um, and, and it's certainly business is important, but life outside of business is important and people yeah. will connect in that way as well. Um, for what you're doing, do you have advice that you give? Are you working with a lot of young professionals? Are you working with, um, seasoned professionals is it across the board yeah so uh, across the board we have we have all we have all types um in groups but I, I will say that one of the common themes that is coming up no matter whether it's the springfield regional chamber or new england financial marketing association uh the conversation around how do we engage the next generation it keeps coming up how do we bring in diversity of thought and um how do we how do we 
inspire folks to step outside of their nine to five. And, you know, I think there's a, there's definitely a generational shift where this idea that you show up to networking events um, because it's the right thing to do uh, because you should do it outside of normal working hours. It um, isn't quite enough uh, of a pitch to get that next generation to show up. And so it's really important um, for folks to think that there is something compelling. There's a reason why they want to show up. That might be uh, information for their job, you know, a training series. You need to be able to show up and find out these practices that are going on in your industry. You're going to walk away with real life, uh, you know, practical applications to your to your job. So that's really important from a from an association perspective. Um, delivering meetings that have have content and have meaning and have training, um, and that networking piece goes hand in hand. So curating those experiences so that people have time uh, to naturally connect and ask questions. And, and Kate, to your point, um, listen and, and find those meaningful connections. And whether it's you're, you're more comfortable to talk about work or you're more comfortable to talk about you know, what's going on in your personal life, um, being able to create some opportunity outside of those training, uh, those training paths to bump into somebody. We always say this, bump into somebody at the buffet line and say, Oh, you, you know, what are you getting there? Oh, where do you work from? Oh, I know this. Uh, and, and being able to kind of create those spontaneous, um, connections, it's really important. And it, and it makes for, um, a, a just a more genuine experience. Thank you, Emily. Um, we're talking with Emily Leonzik from the Markins Group, and we want to thank our sponsor, People's Bank, for supporting us in, in our business talk series. Emily, when you're working with the clients, are you seeing um, more of these meetings happening during the daytime, during business hours? Are they happening after um, hours, before work starts? Where, where are you seeing some of those opportunities? Yeah. Every everything and all of the above, and I and I think that's that's one of the shifts as well is um, coming out of all virtual meetings. I think that there's definitely um, there's definitely a world for virtual meetings, virtual trainings, particularly um, the the next generation want to have access to that opportunity. Um, but I can tell you that we've seen morning you know morning hours starting at seven thirty. They're they're really successful. Happy hours happening at 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 five o'clock, um, they're successful for a different group. We've seen lunchtime hours. And I, and I think that, um, it's important to note that not one audience is the same and it's important to do some trial and error. So, you know, we, we work with a lot of our clients and say, let's, let's try this, you know, this quarter, let's try something different the next quarter, surveying, getting information. Uh, you know, we, we stay on top of kind of trends across the country, which is really important to, to find out, you know, what, what are other folks doing? Where are they being successful? You know, is it a two day conference? Is it a three day conference? Or is it is it just a, a an evening uh, dinner series? So I, I don't think that there's a one size fits all. I think it's really important to um, understand your audience, survey um, the other component that I think is really important and, and interesting. Um, kind of another angle too to to get involved and make networking a little bit easier is that um, our our not for profit groups really rely on volunteers and so being able to get involved in a committee that you're interested in and have um, your voice 
be heard in terms of planning the time, the location, the speaker selection, the the uh, you know education track, the networking events. Um, not only can can you kind of help shift and shape what the meetings will look like and how do you set up networking events, but it's really a nice time to come get involved and to meet other folks. Um, and, and we're seeing a lot of, um, you know, volunteer participation um, come through and that, that can be a really interesting way to show up and you have something to do and you have a reason to gather and you've got an agenda and in between you can create really meaningful, really meaningful um relationship. So I, I would suggest any folks who are wondering how to, where do I even start, you know, find, find that association or, or chamber or not-for-profit that seems really interested to you and, and reach out to the leadership and find out if there's a, an opportunity to get involved in a committee um, for a multitude of reasons. And also because it's, it's the right thing. And, and that's how we all continue to build community. That is so important. And you're right. That's a great icebreaker for people who uh, just want a way to to be able to break into the networking, um, the art of networking, and just to make some more connections in the community. Because then you're bringing people together who have different backgrounds, who are working at different uh, businesses. I think it's important, particularly for, well, I, I would say for every generation, but certainly for the young professionals and and you know, correct me if you, if you would not agree with this, but always, always networking so that the opportunities for advancement, opportunities for new um, job opportunities and career opportunities are, are always present. A hundred, a hundred percent. And I, and I think that, you know, the sentiment really that you're not, you're not um, networking today for an opportunity tomorrow, but you're networking today for a lifelong journey, um, what, whether it's professional and career advancement, but it's also just, you know, how do you, how do you take root and, um, make a difference in your community and make a difference in your industry. And, um, I think that, uh, it's, it's really important to kind of put on, put on this, uh, the hat of networking all the time, you know, uh, and where, wherever you are, there are networking opportunities and, um, yeah, I, I think, I think that I I know for for myself, um, I take a look at my career path over over the you know last ten years, and I um, I am thankful for networking opportunities that have brought me to the place where I am today from from ten years ago. And you just never know the connections that you'll make along the way and um, how they can help advance your career, but also how they can become lifelong, really meaningful friendships. So speak for a minute about if you would, I don't mean to interrupt you about that journey over the last 10 years, where did you start before? Where were you before markets? Yeah. So, um, I, I came, um, I was actually, um, I, I grew up in Western mass. I left Western mass and I was uh, living in Philadelphia and I, um, was working in marketing business development consulting. So I, I came back to the area and I continued to do that. Um, and while I was working, I, I, um, picked up a, picked up a, a gig serving actually as an executive director for a local nonprofit. And at that time I, I um, met lots of folks in the community, one who happened to be a recruiter um, who I uh, met with. And, you know, several years later, she connected me with Ben Markins. Um, and I, I, I would say, uh, you know, Trisha Canavan, um, she was 
is now someone who I consider a, a mentor and a friend. And, you know, me, meeting her that time that long ago, I, I never thought that there would be a, a connection or that she would help um, place me in, in a career that I would find so valuable, meaningful um, and life changing. And so I, that that's been my journey uh, was kind of the entree through marketing consulting. And here I am today. Um, and, you know, very, um, very just appreciative of those experiences and all of the friendships that I've made along the way. And I think that is important when you say the friendships, because you're right, you build those friendships and you don't know where they're going to lead at some point. There are so many people throughout my career as well that I've reached out to here. Here's a, a, another, I think, um, question that I have for you. Um, and, and in my experience is just feeling feeling comfortable reaching out to people who are more seasoned than I am, who may seem as if they're um, too busy to take the time. But if you ask them for it, they will give it to you. Yeah. And and people are open to helping others. So having that candid conversation, if you need to call someone for, for help or advice, and that opens doors and creates a different level of relationship. I, I couldn't agree more there. I have, I have truly not met somebody who doesn't want to help me. You know, I, I, I could, I could name, I could name so many folks who, uh, um, throughout the years who are, have, have just been delighted to be able to extend, um, support, answer a question. And I, and I actually think that if you change the perspective, um, of thinking about asking for help as a gift for the other person, you know, when someone, when someone asks me for my opinion, or if I can help make a connection, or if I can help, um, even, even anecdotally say, Oh, how are you thinking about this? What, what if you were to problem solve in this way? You know, I've had this experience. Um, you know, I, I, I can tell you my, my, um, the best part of my job is being able to help guide my team. And if they, if they look to me as an expert and I can help shape or answer their question, it's a gift They're them asking for help, them asking for support. It's, it's actually um, a gift for myself. And I think that if you can kind of change that perspective, because oftentimes folks are em embarrassed or, you know, they don't want to ask a, a stupid question or, um, you know, you just kind of keep to yourself. But I, I think that's a really good tip is, start by just asking, asking questions, you know, reaching out to folks, making those connections. Um, Hey, what, you know, what's your, here, here's even, uh, what's you're new to the industry. What's your favorite publication to read? Would you, would you mind sharing your favorite book title? Um, you know, asking those little questions to, to it's, it's asking for help. It's asking for a connection, it's asking for insight. Um, I, I think it makes the person who's responding, um, feel really invested in, in, um, the other, the other person. It's, it's, um, it's the way to go. I really think, I really think that's, that's how you build connections, long-term connections. I agree. There, there have been so many times that I've reached out to different business owners or, um, leaders in, in this area and beyond and, and just ask for those, um, tips or questions or, Hey, I'm kind of stuck on this problem. Um, is there any advice? I'm, you know, I, I think you're the right person that I could talk to. If you have someone else that you think that I should be reaching out to, um, could you give me a connection for that yeah. person? And it really does help. And then when you're talking with your team, you know, when, when you're open to helping them, it's only building them. Absolutely. Absolutely. Their, their confidence, their 
their confidence in business in themselves and and what more you know how much more empowering is that than to feel you know like that this they can do the job and um and that you've helped them like mm-hmm. that's it, it's so powerful it very much is. And, and I, and I can just attest to, um, coming back to Western mass after, after being gone for a significant amount of time, um, the, the desire to help others and to be connected and to create community and to build, you know, help rise everyone up around us. Um, it, it, kind of remarkable. And it's a really, it's a really special place to be. And I, I look around at all of the business leaders, um, that I, that I know in the area and everybody just really has a heart to serve and a heart to grow. And I I think that that's maybe the best tip here for, um, a a person who's walking in the door who feels like a wallflower. It's like, ask for help. Yeah. And, and, you know, connections, they, it, uh, people come into your life when you, when you need them too, as well. I feel like that when the door, the door opens to people when, when you need them and you don't realize it until maybe they're there. Um, And so having the, the confidence to maybe, you know, keep that door open and keep that communication open. Um, So Emily, if, um, if people wanted to reach out to you for advice, for help, for feedback, um, for some of those networking tips or for, for, you know, questions on the markets group, how, how could they reach you? Emily at markins.com. I would be absolutely delighted. I'm on LinkedIn markins.com. You can find my contact information on the website. Um, I, it would be, it would be a gift to me, uh, for, for folks to reach out if they had questions, um, whether it's about what we do or whether it's about, um, insight as to they want to get involved and, um, where's a good place to do so. That's great. Listen, thank you so much for your time, Emily. We had the opportunity to speak with Emily Leonzik from the Markins Group. I appreciate your time. Um, happy that you could join us for Business Talk. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. This was really fun. And maybe you and I can have lunch sometime. I, I'm going to reach out to you. I'm going to send you an email right after this. And I'm going to connect <laughs> with you that. on LinkedIn. And I can't wait to find out all of the commonalities that we share and to Same here. create a lifelong um Uh, professional relationship. Thank you, Emily. Same here. Thank you so much. Have a good day. Thank you. 